Hello, you are listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund, and Simone is out doing important work on the coast today, so I'm flying solo, but I am so excited to be talking to our guests about this topic. Uh, You know, spring is right around the corner, which means the weather is going to improve, and it'll be a great time to get out and experience Louisiana's coast firsthand and our wetlands. And so we're going to be talking to two people who have tours that allow you to get out directly on our coast and see the beauty of all that it has to offer, but more importantly, learn a lot about the underlying environmental issues and issues of coastal land loss and restoration. So um, if you or yourself are looking to go and have these experiences or you have friends or family in town looking for uh, an opportunity to get out and do some of these great coastal tours, we'd highly recommend these next two um, tour companies to, to do that. So let's get started and bring on our first guest uh, who is here with the Great Delta Tours, Barbara Johnson, who is the founder of the Great Delta Tour Company. Welcome to Delta Dispatches, Barbara. Great to be here, Jacques. I'm so excited um, to be a part of this. And it, you're absolutely right, it is a magical time in the Delta this time of year. Well, Absolutely. And I mean, I definitely want to talk about the Great Delta Tours and all it has to offer. But first, let's hear a little bit about yourself and your background. I know you've lived in Louisiana for a long time, but you're originally from Ohio. So tell us a little bit about um, your yourself. Sure. Well, I, I came to Louisiana to, to, to Lafayette when I was 17 and um, made my way over to New Orleans to do my master's work at in the city and regional planning in uh, the University of New Orleans in 1980. So that's when, you know, I certainly fell in love with New Orleans and fell in love um, with this amazing place uh, and my husband, you know, so life has been, uh, life has been so good. And I've worked, you know, for the last uh, 20 some years, you know, in, um, in organizations like the Downtown Development District, Greater New Orleans Inc., you know, Bureau of Government Research, really, you know, in communities throughout the region. I mean, my passion is really helping communities be, you know, all that they can be to reach their full potential. And I know you were um, involved, particularly in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina to help kind of our region recover from that disaster. So tell us a little bit about your work there. Well, as part of the Greater New Orleans Inc., I spearheaded sort of an economic recovery strategy, you know, for the region. And, um, and then um, I actually started my own uh, consulting company in 2010 in community and economic development. And it was then that I was working with the coastal parishes, you know, St. Bernard and Plaquemine and the fishermen in New Orleans East, you know, after the BP oil spill and um, was helping them put together a, a, a recovery strategy. We didn't even know if we were going to have a fishing industry anymore. And it was then when we started to do, you know, this asset mapping, when we realized that, you know, other regions and other states and other countries have built whole economies around ecotourism, around who they are, around their cultures, around their way of life, and, and around um, their land uh, and their, their, their place and their environment. And, and so we saw that we really, the low-hanging fruit especially for rural areas, you know, is where you can, um, you can enhance the environment and the economy at the same time. You know, it just seemed to make so much sense. And so as we were working with the fishermen 
um, I realized that there, we realized that there was a, just a whole um, story and experience, you know, that really hadn't been told um, and for guests as well as visitors, as well as locals about how the Mississippi River has shaped one of the most important wetlands ecologies and cultures and ways of life. And so thus, you know, three years ago, the Great Delta Tours was born. Well, what an amazing story. And I mean, we're coming up on the 10th anniversary of the uh, Gulf oil spill, as well as, you know, the 15th anniversary of Hurricanes Katrina and Rita. And we know kind of the urgency of the work that we're doing, but it's also important to look back and think about the progress that's been made um, on that. And, and no doubt because of your contributions and others. And Jacques, you know, I think it's really important. We thought, you know, we do in New Orleans, uh, we do such a fabulous job of celebrating our food, our music, our culture um, in, a, in a very immersive way. But yet here we are, we live in one of the largest wetlands, you know, in the world, you know, the largest um, in the lower 48 states um, that is really, the our wetlands in South Louisiana are equal to the rainforest of the Amazon, you know, in terms of uh, photosynthesis per acre, you know, the, the, the biodiversity, the productivity of it, you know, there's a reason why we're the second largest fisheries in America here because of these incredible, you know, wetlands that serve as an incubator. And, um, so we thought, wow, what, I think it's so important in ecotourism and especially in, in building awareness of our wetlands and what we're losing and what we're doing about it, that, you have to first appreciate what we have, and that's what we do. You know, I think unlike um, many tours, you know, we we and what's different to us is that we were we meet the locals. You know, we make connections with local people, understanding the you know meeting with the fishermen, the oystermen, and understanding their way of life. You know, we do a deep dive and what their challenges are, and you know, and um, how they're uh, what about their culture. And we see wildlife, you know, and there's just the magnificent wildlife of, you know, in the Delta and the wetlands. And, um, you know, we experience um, some of the amazing cultures like the Vietnamese culture in New Orleans East. We stop at Dong Phong, you know, it's a James Beard award-winning restaurant and, you know, enjoy a, a banh mi sandwich or some of their amazing pastries and take them out into the wetlands, you know, into these gorgeous wetlands so that, you know, you really can celebrate and, you know, it's fun. Um, but then we're also seeing the wetlands um, and what we're losing, you know, at the same time. We celebrate their magnificence, but, but also what we're losing, but also what we're doing about it. And, you know, and the fact that, you know, the largest post-restoration project in the world is going on here, you know, and, um, you know, we see it um, up close and personal. You know, I love that and kind of the, the really comprehensive offering that you have through your tour and highlighting the cultures and the food and the economies and the environment, how they all intersect. I mean, you know, certainly I think we're always making the case to people that visit New Orleans or even maybe people that are from New Orleans get out and see our coast and experience it. But then don't just take a massive airboat, you know, and, and see a bunch of uh, alligators fed with marshmallows. Like 
this is a really way, uh, authentic way to kind of experience some of these issues and learn about it. So have you seen the people that come on your tours um, it really shift their perspectives and understanding of some of these really complex issues? Well, I mean, I think what we do, you know, in a, you know, in our, our deep dive, our Delta Discovery Tour, which is a five-hour tour, um, we also have shorter tours um, that um, hopefully we inspire, we build awareness, right, of what we have, but also what we're losing and what we can do about it. So, um, and for visitors as well as locals, my big aha has been how much the locals have enjoyed this. Um, I mean, you just have to go out to Biosavage Wildlife Refuge, right, which is still in the city limits of New Orleans, the largest urban wildlife refuge in America, you know, to experience this and to see, you know, where we're losing, you know, wetlands, but also what we're doing about it and where we're planting it. So, and how, you know, that land in New Orleans East and that land bridge is precious ground. You know, that we're we're reinforcing, that we're planting trees and many different um, uh, environmental groups are involved, including a master naturalist uh, organization, which I'm a master naturalist. Um, you know, it's just just plant a tree, you know, and and I, I just I think that that just the we're about the heightening of the awareness um, and um and, and just for locals, but, you know, also people on our tour, we're from around the world. And what's fascinating is we all have similar problems, maybe um, um, whether it's, you know, flooding, you know, on coastal, coastal communities, um, the loss of wetlands may be different because they're, you know, other communities are seeing development and that's a big challenge. Um but just being able to share that and experiencing and what we're doing uh, here. And certainly we're on the cutting edge, um, not only in this multiple lines of defense, you know, from what the flooding, massive flood improvements and levees, flood walls, but also what we're doing inside the city in terms of living with water and water management. Um, you know, we see places, um, examples uh, where we're showcasing how we now have learned to live with water, uh, learning from the Dutch after Katrina. And it's amazing um, how many people, you know, around the country are still having those kind of water issues. And so there's also an exchange of information um, as well going on. All right. Well, Barbara, we're about to head into a break, but if you don't mind sticking around for one more segment, um, I want to talk more about the Great Delta Tours and the opportunity for people to get out and learn about our coast in addition to experiencing it. We'll be right back on Delta Dispatches. National Wildlife Federation gives voices to the wildlife conservation values that are part of our country's heritage. We are charting a new course for wildlife that our children and grandchildren will thank us for. Visit our website, nwf.org Louisiana to find out more about our work to restore and protect coastal Louisiana for generations to come. National Wildlife Federation, uniting all Americans to ensure wildlife thrive in a rapidly changing world. nwf.org Louisiana 
Hi, I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to edf.org to see how you can help. At Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon, Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity. Visit la.audubon.org to learn more and support our mission. la.audubon.org. Restore Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast community and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. We'll hope you join us in supporting the solution check us out on twitter facebook and online at www.restoreorretreat.org hello you are listening to delta dispatches we're discussing louisiana's coast its people wildlife and jobs and why restoring it matters i'm jacques bear with environmental defense fund and it is time for the Coastal Stat of the Week. And this is actually from the website of our guest, Barbara Johnson, thegreatdeltatours.com. And it says, at one point in time, there were extensive wetlands around New Orleans and other coastal communities that provided a natural res- resilience to storms. In total, there were about 50 miles of marshland once protected New Orleans from the Gulf with trees and marsh grasses that blocked winds and blunted storm surges. That time is sadly dwindling and now coastal Louisiana's wetlands are disappearing taking the protective trees and marsh grasses with it. Um, and that is available on thegreatdeltatours.com, where you can also go to learn more and book a tour. So would like to welcome back Barbara Johnson, founder of the Great Delta Tour Company. So Barbara, when you take these people out on tours, I mean, whether they're locals or um, certainly whether they're out-of-towners, I mean, do you think they have an awareness of the urgency of our crisis that we face here in Louisiana? Um, I, don't, I, I don't think so. Um, I think there's really a lack of awareness um, of that. And so that's why part of this is just building that awareness. Um, one of the things we, you know, we say is by the time we've finished, you know, our, our major tour, we will have lost um, almost three football fields, you know, of, um, of, of wetlands because we're losing wetlands every, every hundred minutes. Um, and so, um, so it, that's why I think we, you know, there's a tremendous amount of um, building awareness and education and that we want to, you know, um, lend our small uh, voice to that um, by celebrating as well as, you know, making um, people aware of what we're losing. So, you know, our tours there, you know, we offer them Friday, Saturday and Sunday, uh, regularly scheduled. Um, and they, as you said, you can go on our line at our website at www.thegreatdeltatours.com and and book them and by the way we're running a Mardi Gras special a BOGO so you buy one and get one free free and it's just again it's a beautiful time to be in the in the delta 
And, um, and so we, we always, we start out in the French quarter, the original La Nouvelle Orléans, because that's where it began, where we, where the city was, this area was founded, uh, the colony, the capital of the colony on the edge of a bold cypress swamp. And we talk about what it was um, and um, how people, you know, uh, how the city developed and how the river shaped it. And we follow the development of the city along the high ridges out to city park. And we see where the, the levees broke to understand really what, what happened there. But, and also we're seeing how we fundamentally change how we think about living with water um, in some examples, city park and, um, Mirabou gardens that are planned and, and Gentilly area, which is really a showcase for how we were, you know, um, changing the way we think about water. And, um, and then we go, you know, to like Pontchartrain, it was one of the most important estuaries, uh, you know, in, in the, in the South, if not the country. And out, then out into, so it's a whole fresh perspective of New Orleans from a natural history development standpoint. And then we get out into the wetlands, um, out to Bio Sauvage um, to really experience and walk out on a boardwalk. And then we go down to the fishing villages of Wyclosky and Shell Beach and talk with the local fishermen about their challenges and opportunities and their way of life and, and the fishing industry. Um, and then circle back downtown. And um, and so um, that's kind of like the route. Um, and um, we're hoping to do other. Uh, important ecosystems would love to do the West Bank, you know, um, in the future and the um, uh, Jean Lafitte National Park in that area, as well as, um, you know, the, the, in the river parishes, uh, St. Charles, St. James, St. John, and the whole Manchac area, very, very important, um, you know, as, as well. So we, we plan to do, you know, new ones in the future. And, um, so it's, it's available. And then we also do conventions, um, as well. Um, and, um, as well as universities and, and, and high school field trips, um, and, um, working of course with the hospitality industry, with the destination management companies, um, the, you know, the response has been really, really positive, um, and working with New Orleans and company, you know, in terms of building awareness of, of, all the things that are going on and that people really should consider New Orleans also, you know, from if you're into um, understanding and, you know, environments and cultures, this is a great place to come. Um, and um, so it, it's, you know, we're, we're looking at all of those market and, and working with all of those market segments. And the other thing I'd say is we're, what's really important to us is we partner with local businesses, whether it's Dong Fong or, today's catch in St. Bernard, which is a great seafood market and restaurant to local fishermen where we're you know, developing partnerships with them. Um, and we're also the pre-cruise tour for the American Queen Riverboat. So two times a, a month, um, we have, they have um, buses that we um, actually go down to Wyclosky, um and meet with a local fisherman and you know, they're pulling off oysters off the boat that just came back from Lake Bourne and uh, just ex experiencing fresh oysters or, and grilled oysters. And it doesn't get any better than that. No, certainly. And it's amazing how much you can experience, you know, in such a short, a small geographic area. And I think, you know, you really hit on everything there, you know, the, the food, the culture, the environment, um, you know, the community resilience, everything. So that's really um, just incredible offering. And again, you can go on thegreatdeltatours.com to book it. So 
Barbara, I have one more question for you. And then we always have a tradition of a fun question. So I want to make sure to ask you a fun question. But you're also a huge advocate for Louisiana's coast and coastal restoration um, efforts. So what message would you give to others as to why they need to get involved um, as well in in advocating for our coast? Well, um, you know, it's it's really, you know, um, our our key environmental issue here. Um, If we're going to have a future, that um, we really need to sustain our coast. It, it, it is what it is going to what what protects us, you know, from you know storm surge and and hurricanes, as well as um, it's why we're so rich, so rich in wildlife um, and on one of the great birding flyways of the world, um, as well as well as sustains and supports you know the world's largest port system in the world. It all is interconnected. And at the end of the day, our future depends on all of us figuring out, you know, how we can roll up our sleeves and play a role, you know, in in uh, restoring, uh, preserving our coast. Well, I think that's a pretty good pitch for others to get involved. So thank you for that. And then for the fun question, so it's Mardi Gras time and you mentioned you're running a Mardi Gras special. What parade are you most looking forward to? Um, I would have to say... Um, I love muses. I just love everything about it. I love the women leadership. I love the throws, the, the color, you know, the, um, the, uh, celebration. Uh, that's my, um, that's my fave. Awesome. Well, we're hoping that they have a great ride yeah, tonight. Um, and <laughs> thank you so much, Barbara, for being on. And one more time, there, you can book your tour at thegreatdeltatours.com. And we'd love to have you back um, when you uh, want to come back and talk about other offerings that you have. Thank you again. Thank you, Jacques. Appreciate what you do. And we'll be right back on Delta Dispatches. On the ASPN Network, coastal news for the pelagic-minded. Hello, you are listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund. Today we're talking about ecotourism. Um, with Mardi Gras fast approaching, that means it's going to be spring before you know it. The weather is going to be beautiful and it'll be time to get out on Louisiana's coast. So we're continuing our conversation with another leader in ecotourism in Louisiana, Marie Gold, uh, founder of Louisiana Lost Lands Environmental Tours. Welcome to the show, Marie. Uh, well, nice to be here. Thank you for having me. So, Marie, uh, you've been very involved in environmental issues in Louisiana um, and, and living in, in New Orleans for a long time. So tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I have a, a really varied background. I've been involved in educational programs in the city, running and starting up educational programs. Plus, I was a wilderness forest ranger for many years in Colorado. So I have a strong background in caring for and caring about nature and the wilderness, as well as an education. My husband is an environmental journalist who had a nice boat and some kayaks. And so I spent about the last 30 years 
with spending every free moment I could in a boat or a kayak exploring the Louisiana swamps when I was here in Louisiana. And um, one, one day I just sort of came up with this idea that one of the problems people seem to have, in my opinion, understanding our environmental issues is that very few people in New Orleans get out on the water. So I decided to start finding ways to get people out on the water to actually look at our wetlands up close and personal. Well, and you know, isn't I feel that's the same way growing up here. I mean, unless you're fishing or hunting, I mean, very few people have that opportunity. Since you did mention it, I want to give a shout out to your husband, Bob Marshall, who received um, this year's Lifetime Achievement Award from um, the Coalition North Shore Coast Louisiana for their stewardship award. So, congratulations to to Bob Marshall. But um, so, so did that kind of lead you to want to kind of found Lost Lands? Like, tell us a little bit about how Louisiana Lost Lands Environmental Tours got started and how long you've been doing the tours. Well, it's originally I was just doing it volunteering, trying to convince anyone and everyone I could to go out with me. When I met my husband, which was about 30 some years ago, I had been traveling the world and I'd gone to Greece and seen dolphins and done all of these big adventures, but I'd never been in a boat in Louisiana. And he had this boat and would take me out to see dolphins and all kinds of really cool wildlife and places that I didn't even know existed after having lived here for something like 10 years, because all I knew about was the city and the interstate that took me to you know Baton Rouge or to the airport or whatever. I didn't know what was in the air, the ecosystem because I didn't have a boat and without a boat, you really don't see much. I mean, you don't see our ecosystem. Um, I worked in Colorado where even if you never went hiking, you could see that there was a pine beetle infestation or a forest fire, or you could see how beautiful the mountain looked from a distance. But here you can't see anything because levees and we are flat. So I got together with, at that time I was working at Tulane and I had a coworker who was like me, she was gung-ho on education and, um, and on educating people about the wetlands. So we cooked up this idea that we would find a way to actually promote and get people out there. Right. And we were talking about with Barbara, you know, um, people come to New Orleans and they never see kind of really what's outside of the levees or right outside of the city, you know, or even, you know, Bayou Sauvage, which is technically in the city. Same with locals sometimes. So this isn't, I mean, and if they do, maybe they're going on a massive airboat and the alligators are being fed marshmallows. So this is not your what you, people may think of as a, a swamp tour, but in a lot of ways, you're providing not just an opportunity to get out and be really close and connected to nature, but to learn about it. So tell us a little bit about the offerings of um, the Louisiana Lost Lands Environmental Tours. Where do you all go? How do you all get out there? Um, what would someone experience on a typical tour? Well, we start with a talk in town, a PowerPoint and a uh, presentation and discussion on Louisiana's environmental history and on um, you know how we were built, how we were how we were threatened and and much of the area was destroyed through human intervention. And then we take you out on um, on kayaks normally, sometimes on motorboats, but usually on kayaks and show you the value, the beauty and the value of our surrounding wetlands. Most people only see it driving at 60 some miles an hour on the interstate oh, above it. So we want you to get in there and then we can point out to you what are the, 
what are the assets, not just the beauty, but what are the assets? What are the protective qualities that um, provide the best hurricane protection? When our wetlands are healthy, that's what they provide is the best hurricane protection there is. So it's unfortunately our wetlands are not healthy, so we don't have that protection anymore, but we want people to understand the potential value. Absolutely. And do you, I mean, the actual value. Absolutely. And I mean, do you see a sense, I mean, for people that are coming on the tour, do they understand kind of the gravity of the situation and kind of the urgency that we're kind of needing to confront this crisis? Is there kind of like an aha moment when they get out there and really understand what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's not actually one moment. It's like a series of moments. It's comes, it starts during the talk that they get ahead of time and we show a lot of graphics and illustrations. So it's not, you know, it's, it's an interesting talk. And then when they go out there, like we can say, for example, here's a cypress tree, notice how it's shaped, notice how it's built. And we discuss the resilience and the strength of cypress trees when faced with, with strong winds and, and tidal surge. And so they, they, it's kind of a, you know, over a couple of hours, they, they see exactly what's going on and they understand it better. And we get a whole lot of comments from people who say it was a life-changing, life-altering experience because they really, even locals find it pretty fascinating. They, they don't even, I've heard many locals say, gee, I never knew this much beauty was so close to New Orleans. Right. And that's a sad statement. Because that we should right. all know. I think in we? some ways, you know, we've become divorced from the natural world around us and our environment. Um, but it's so great that you all offer the opportunity to get out and experience it. So where where do you all go? I mean, is it the Moripaw Swamp or where do you go to, to kind of bring people on these tours? Well, the sad truth is that most of our beautiful natural bayous have been turned into canals. And much most of our cypress forests have been killed with saltwater intrusion. So the site, the forests around New Orleans are pretty much mostly relic forests, which means they are either dead or dying, um, except for, as you know, the wonderful work of the Coalition to Restore Coastal Louisiana and others in planting, you know, doing a lot of cypress tree plantings. But anyway, as I was saying, there's a lot of, there's not a lot of places to go like there once were, but we, there's a few places in the Moraplast Swamp that we still go and it depends on water level and um, wind and water level and weather, really, as we kind of swap around. But there's only a couple of different places that we swap back and forth between because of the very low number of places we have to go to. I want people to see natural waterways. I want them. I don't want to take them down canals except to show them what a canal is and the difference between a canal and a bayou. I want them to see as much of how it's supposed to be. I don't want them to see... I want them to understand about the invasive species, but I don't want them to think that's what it is. I want them to understand what nature gave us. Right. I think one of... And then also understand what man did to one us. One of our huh? scientists, um, you know, taught me that early when I was doing uh, these tours and going out in, in the wetlands is, you know, when you see straight lines, that usually means it's not natural, right? So. Nature does not make straight lines. It doesn't. It doesn't make deep waterways around here. It makes shallow waterways for the most part, except the Mississippi River, of course. But, um, yeah, and and there are a lot of tours that will just take you down a canal that's lined with, you know, Chinese tallow and other invasive plants. 
and not explain that to you. I mean, I want people to see what nature gave us and then what man did to it. Well, Marie, we're about to head into a break, um, but do you mind sharing the website where people can go and learn more about Louisiana Lost Lands Environmental Tours and, and book a tour themselves? Of course. it's um, You just go to lostlandstours.org. All right, and we'll be right back. Um, we're going to talk more about ecotourism in our last segment. Um, this is Delta Ditch Dispatches, and we'll be right back after the break. From the bottom of the Marianas Trench, this is ASPN, the American Shoreline Podcast Network. News for the pelagic-minded. And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund, and it is time for the Coastal Voice of the Week. This week's Coastal Voice is from Margaret in New Orleans, and she says, I support the coast because it is our last line of defense, helps mitigate climate change, and provides habitat for our native flora and fauna. So I think that's a great response. And reminder, you can always submit your Coastal Voice at restorethecoast.org, and we might just share it on the air one day. Um, So we're back with Marie Gold, the founder of Louisiana Lost Lands Environmental Tours, and we're talking about ecotourism um, and opportunities to get out and experience nature and experience and learn about what man has done to nature and how that's had an impact on Louisiana's coast and our wetlands. So Marie, um, kind of going off of what Margaret said, you and and your husband Bob are um, you know, deeply involved and interested in what happens on Louisiana's coast um, and you know, efforts to restore and protect it and kind of preserve what we can for the future. Um, so what message would you give to others as to why, you know, they should get involved, particularly those who are, you know, in Louisiana and New Orleans who may not be aware of what's happening, but it really impacts their future? Well, people who live around here definitely need to, to understand the ecosystem in which they live. It's, we live in more than a, a really great city. We live in a really great ecosystem. But unfortunately, we just, if you just are living in the city, you don't, see or interact much with the ecosystem. So I really feel like it's important for everybody everywhere to understand the ecosystem and the parameters of the ecosystem with which they live. But I think it's especially important here because we are so threatened. And we need to understand why hurricanes are bigger and and more dangerous than they used to be. We need to understand how close the Gulf is getting to the coast. We need to understand how important it is for us to... Um, elect and influence politicians to for the protection of Louisiana coast. Well, I think that's a great, um, you know, answer and advocacy and, and work starts with the knowledge, which I know you all are helping to do. And you mentioned, um, you know, you get a lot of people coming on your tours who are not from Louisiana, um, from other parts of the country, but they're here to learn about issues in Louisiana and maybe inform their own knowledge of their own environments back home. So what has that been like and and what can people learn about, you know, how we interact with our environment more broadly from your tours? Well, New Orleans and South Louisiana provide a great case study in how humans can do in their ecosystem. And it's happening in other places. Maybe they're not quite as far along in the 
the devastation, I guess you would say, process. But it's happening in all kinds of forms around the country and around the world. So we do have people that come here from Toronto every year, from Colorado every year. We have university and high school groups from the University of Richmond that come down here specifically to see, to study the impact humans have had on an ecosystem. So I think for the, obviously for the locals, they need to understand it, but I think it's good for everybody who comes here. I mean, we get people from Germany and Australia and Canada and Scandinavia, and they're also fascinated and they can relate to something that's going on in their environment back home. So it's an enlightenment and a study of what of a case study is what we can provide here for people from out of town. Absolutely. And I mean, there is so much attention on kind of what's happened and what's continues to happen in Louisiana, both kind of in terms of the uh, causes of land loss and kind of the ways that we're trying to um, work to create a more resilient future. And, and so I think actually experiencing it and getting out in, in our nature and in our environment is, the, is a, certainly a great way to do that. One of the things you, you mentioned was, um, you know, you're obviously getting out and having this beautiful experience and this educational experience in our, in our environment, but you're also learning from, uh, you know, really smart, um, skilled, experienced guides as well. So tell us a little bit about the kind of the profile of the guide that someone might have um, when they book one of your well, tours. Well, first of all, none of us are full-time guides. All of us love paddling and all of us love the wetlands. So when we're out there, it's not just a routine ho-hum, it's the 40th trip this month, um, and you're on a, just a, you know, you're sort of on rote just reciting a memorized script. We're just as excited as the guests are about being out there. And second of all, our people are all professionals who have jobs. So for them, it's like, wow, I get to work today for the Lost Lands and go out to with cool people into the wetlands. So you're with guides that are more that are that are not on rote. They're really they're happy to be there. They're reading about it. They're interested in it. We have guides meetings and we give each other quizzes just to see, you know, just to try to stump each other. And it's it's just a, it's a different atmosphere to me than somebody than going on a trip with somebody who's doing it seven days a week or five days a week or whatever. And it becomes more routine. I feel like it's a fresher approach. And that's what I want my guides to be fresh. I want them to be excited and happy with what they're doing. Yeah, it seems like a labor of love and passion, but also they're doing it because they're enjoying being out there at the same time. One of the problems I have is getting them back at the end of the day because they get out with these groups and it's hard having (laughs) such a great time. And I'm like, hey, you guys have been out there six hours. I think you need to come back. (laughs) It's it's really, it's really a funny problem to have is, you know, a lot of employees, a lot of workers want to get out of work and these people, you can't, you can't hardly get them to stop. well, that's a pretty great job to have, though, um, and so I'm sure they they love it. Um, well, so I want to one more time give a shout out to you, the website, and kind of talk about where people can go um, to book tours and learn more about Louisiana Lost Lands Environmental Tours. So tell us all the the details of what people need to know about booking tours. It's, well, you go to the Lost Lands LostLandsTours.org website to learn more about us, and to also you can learn more about what's going on the coast there. But we each trip is, we don't have a computerized system for booking 
because we all we schedule a tour when we have four people that are available on the same day. So we might, you know, you and your friend might be available on Tuesday, and then we hear from two other people. So we say, wow, good, we have a tour on Tuesday. So it's not like we can say just show up at 8 o'clock at the boat land, you know, that's a boat launch, and we're heading out every day. We head out, we schedule our tours based on when we have people that want to go. So you would, what you would do is send us an email or on through the website, and then we would match you up and put you on a day. If you're local, it's the easiest because, you know, there's, you can fit in more easily. If people who are just in town for a few days, it's a little trickier sometimes for them. Right. Well, but it's great that they're getting that customized uh, experience and it's not kind of a mass thing that you're just shuffling people through. And like you said, Hey, maybe their guide will stay out there with them a little bit longer than, than intended, which I'm sure they love. So, um, well, Marie, thank you so much for being on and for all that you've done um, to bring our coast and our environment to people in a very meaningful and profound way. Um, I do have to end with our tradition on Delta Dispatches, which is our fun question. And since we're fast approaching Fat Tuesday, um, I guess my question for you, and, and not to cause any problems, but what is your favorite type of king cake? Oh, my favorite type of king cake. It's that one that's got the cheese in the middle of it. What is that one? The, like the cream cheese in the middle of it? Is it the, the dong fong? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good guess. Well, you know, Barbara was just talking about Dong Fong um, in the prior segment, because I guess that's part of the tour that she offers. So people get to sample a little bit of the food. But that is a great, a great choice for King Cake. Certainly one of yeah, my favorites exactly. as well. I love that. Well, thank you again so much for, for being on and, and for, um, you know, again, like everything you uh, do for Louisiana's coast and would love to stay in touch um, and highlight more offerings from Lost Lands Environmental, Louisiana Lost Lands Environmental Tours. Um, one more time, what's Lost the website? LostLandsTours.org. Awesome. Well, there you have it, folks. There's no reason not to get out and experience our coasts and our wetlands with those two great offerings of ecotourism uh, opportunities. So thanks to both our guests, Barbara Johnson and Marie Gould. Um, and we'll be back next week with Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM, always available online at deltadispatches.org.